This is the Barbecue Central Radio Show, which airs live every Tuesday evening from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Barbecue Central Show is being brought to you by Big Papa Smokers. Big Papa is the one-stop shop for anyone interested in barbecue, featuring a comprehensive selection of all American-made grills, spices, sauces, accessories, and everything that you need to make a world-class pit out of a 55-gallon drum. Visit them at BigPapaSmokers.com. And by the Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic pit temperature control devices and pits as well. You can visit them at TheBBQGuru.com. And by Cookshack, a leader in pellet and electric style cookers. Visit them for specials online at Cookshack.com or call them at 800-423-0698. And by Sucklebusters. Sucklebusters products are preferred by competition barbecue cooks. Texas-based, 100% made in the USA, introduced first products to Barbecue Central over seven years ago. You can get in contact with them at sucklebusters.com like them on their facebook fan page sucklebusters or visit the texas bbq forum.com check them out and see why sucklebusters means busting with flavor and by butcher barbecue makers of injections sauces and rubs find them online at butcherbbq.com and by green mountain grills a leader in the pellet grill market you can find out more about their cookers by visiting greenmountaingrills.com and by cookingpellets.com, a maker of high-quality pellets for all of your pellet-driven cookers. You can visit them at cookingpellets.com, or you can find them at amazon.com as well. Hi, this is Bobby Rempke from Cleveland, Ohio, and you're listening to Barbecue Central. Hi, this is Bobby Rempke from Cleveland, Ohio, and you're listening to Barbecue Central. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. All right, good evening and welcome to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show, live. It's the show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling. We are broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evening. You want to jump in on the show tonight? More than happy to have you. It is a phone call, 216-220-0966. You can also email the show, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Your two bits of contact information. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening. If you didn't get the newsletter, which came out like, I don't know, like 25, 30 minutes ago. A little slow on the uptake, folks, this uh, this go-around this week. Nevertheless, we are star-studded to the tune of three confirmed yes coming up in about 13 minutes from now. A first-timer to the show. A local Cleveland guy 
and perhaps we'll be discussing a subject that I don't even know if rarely discuss or uh, properly describes it, but I might go as far to say as never, never gets talked about, whether it be on barbecue round tables, whether it be through my conversations with pitmasters, what have you. We're going to talk to D. Coker, who is the proprietor, the owner, the presidente, the El Hancho over at clevelandcuts.org. I'm not sure exactly what the status is, but I believe he's like master knife maker. And that kind of yields gently, or as a crowbar, into the statement that I was just making. We don't really ever talk about cutlery when it comes to the show. I mean, cutlery is a huge portion of barbecue, whether you're doing it in the backyard like me, whether you're doing it uh, in competition, you want to make sure that your cutlery is on, well, I can't believe I'm going to say this, pun intended in advance, you want to make sure your cutlery is on point, or as the kids say these days, on fleek. And D will be able to kind of, I'm going to do it again, I'm going to pun again. He's going to hone us in and tell us, what we should be looking for in the cutlery, what makes a good knife, what you should be potentially running away from, Tankles and other such name brands that you see out in every food cooking store, worth the money? Could you be getting something better? Is there stuff less expensive that works just as good? All that great. It's going to be a lot of knife talk with D. Coker. From clevelandcuts.org. So check out his website here before he jumps on. Then at 9.35, Sam's Club resumed this past weekend. They took off for July 4th. Joining me to recap his grand championship in the wonderful city of Indianapolis, Indiana, Frank Detton from Hug Hogs. Boom! Then we move to the second hour. This is where it gets dicey. At either 10.14, let me check the email just to make sure that I'm not, okay. Currently, well, I'm up to date. At 10.14 or 10.35, a two-time in a row or two weeks in as many, two grand championships in as many weeks. So let's go back to back on that. Diane Me Lake House Barbecue Team. And might I say Loyal Central Lake, Pacific Northwest Barbecue Association. She is putting the boot to everybody's face out there in the Pacific Northwest. So we're going to chat with her and see what's working out there and things you might want to write down or give a try next time you head out to the competition scene. So once again, D. Coker, Frank Denton, and Diane Me slated for the show. If you are listening or watching and you are like me, you would like to have the viewer slash, slash listenership grow, do me a solid. Right now, get on the social medias, the Facebook, the Twitter, fire up the Reddit, all that good stuff. Let them know the show is on. A couple of different links to send them to. Audio only, thebbqcentralshow.com or tunein.com, T-U-N-E-I-N. Just search BBQ Central in the top right and you will get the live feed of this show, and don't forget 
During off-show hours, I do air all of the replays of the show this year, last year, year before that. So plenty of stuff to get caught up on if you're new to the show and you just can't get enough of it. You need to listen to the live stuff 24-7. You can also get the show in the video form on OutdoorCookingChannel.com. That's like the second most popular way to get the show. Audio only through iTunes, most popular way still, by leaps and bounds. Then if you have Roku or some other IP television type platforms, this is growing in popularity as well. I think by the person, probably the most visited way to the show is the IP television stuff. So congratulations to Kevin Bevington over at uh, Home Barbecue. Oh, oh my God. Over at OutdoorCookingChannel.com. Former pitmaster of home BBQ, home barbecue, home whatever you say. Dominated for years and years. Um, go to your... So here's what you do. If you have the IP television and you don't know if you can get the show or not, go to the App Store, search Outdoor Cooking Channel. If they have it, download it. You will get the show live Tuesdays from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You have a, uh, access to all of the replays of my shows plus many other shows that are on Outdoor Cooking Channel as well. All right, big news, folks. Last year, they ran as sponsor of the show. This year, they have come back. We have just restruck a deal to go through the next number of months. You tried it out. You loved it. They're back because they realize the the value of this show, the only one like it of its kind. iGrill is back, folks. The letter I-Grill, you know, the Bluetooth temperature deal. Yeah. Talked to Sierra earlier today. We were able to sign docs, get everybody closed out. So they are doing what we call the bump back from a live read. So you were, you know, I do the two minute, forty five second read for the the six um, traditional sponsors of the show, I guess. And then there's a handful of other ones. I think now iGrill makes four, where we come back and I say this portion of the Barbecue Central Show brought to you by. That's called a bump back read, and uh, they have taken, I believe there's one or two spots left for those. Very economical. You get a, a mention. You get your website out there. It happens. So if you're interested, let me know, but iGrill is uh, back in the fold. They wanted to be back in the sponsorship stuff, but you know what? If you wait and you, if you don't stay on... How long have the show sponsors been on? I mean, it's not like these guys just drop off like seasons in the wind. I mean, come on. Do me a favor. So uh, welcome back to iGrill. Very happy to have them back in the fold. Uh, and their read will be coming up uh, first in the second hour. Please do me a favor. As you listen to the show tonight, be discerning with your ear holes. Let me know if you're getting any dips in audio, if you're getting the peak, the valley, if it gets really loud and all of a sudden you can't hear. Also, if you feel that I am over-modulating to you, I need to know that as well so I can make the adjustments as necessary. But I think we're finally dialed back into kind of getting the, the audio leveled back out. Uh, we were kind of up and down and up and down and up and down for a number of weeks, dare I say months, and to me, when I would listen to it back, because I listened to the show back the next day to hear how my vernacular is improving or not improving, as it were, it was bothersome to me. 
It was troublesome. Maybe I listened to the show back in a different ear, a little bit more discerning than most, but I need your feedback. So if you're listening in the chat room tonight, please let me know if you hear any of the dips in audio. Uh, let me know if you sound if I sound like I'm overmodulating, like I'm starting to distort for any reason, and I'll go ahead and uh, you know figure out how to make the adjustments here on the fly and, and perhaps going forward. All right, uh, D. Coker coming up out of the break. Chops Power Injector Systems, folks. Newest sponsor of the show. Welcome. National Barbecue Association Tool of the Year. Three sizes to fit your needs. Patent-pending Chops Power Injector Systems features not one, not two, but four needles spaced evenly, perfect distance. For even injecting, also comes with three plug screws, so you can add fewer screws if you would like. Get your spacing around the bones. It's versatility. Let's break it down a little bit. The number one seller on the market, half-gallon chops power injector system, designed for competition or to pump up your backyard warrior. Easy to use. Clean it, fill it, pump it. If you have one brisket or a poke shoulder, poke, pork shoulder, you don't need to fill it up all the way. Just put in what you need. It comes with 14-gauge needles, two replacement plastic needle adapters, three plug screws, and a needle protector, $100 plus shipping anywhere. The one-gallon CHOPS power injector system designed for catering and bigger jobs. Hold double the amount of the half-gallon size. Use it in competitions like when you cook MBN whole hog or you're going to inject 10 pork shoulders for that perfect one. Comes with 14-gauge needles, two replacement plastic needles, three plug screws, and a needle protector. $120 plus shipping anywhere. The newest one in the product line, the CHOPS full power injector system. It's electric. It's commercial. It's the competition big daddy. It's not a holding tank, but a three-and-a-half-foot pickup tube that you can put in any size container. From a few ounces to a 55-gallon drum, it was designed for Chef Rob at the best barbecue restaurant in Kansas City. He has said time and time again that with the Chops Full Power Injector System, his briskets are better than ever. It comes with a metal needle adapter, 14-gauge needles, three 12-gauge needles, two 11-and-a-half-gauge needles, three plug screws, a needle protector, $325 plus shipping anywhere. A number of the top pitmasters using the Chops Power Injector System every day to make their barbecue better than the rest. We live in a foodie world, folks. Flavor in every bite. This is how you do it fast. Every injector hand-assembled right there in Kansas City, Missouri, USA. If you want the extra accessories, they got them. You want to shoot medium ground spice, they had you covered for that. They have two, three, four inch 12-gauge needles. And also, they have two-inch clothes-tip needles perfect for shooting fatty meats to keep from plugging up the needles with the fat. They sell replacement stock needle adapters and plug screws. They have a great upgrade you can buy to make your chops injector system bulletproof with metal needle adapters. And don't forget, they're running that. uh, This is the last night for the special. So email Dan over at uh, BarbecueKansasCity.com. Dan at BarbecueKansasCity.com. Tell them Barbecue Central deal, and you will get a free set of injectors. And, I mean, you can't get any better than that. Thanks again to Chops Power Injector System. We're back with D. Coker right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All 
All right, welcome back. This portion of the Barbecue Central Show being brought to you by Sam's Club National Barbecue Tour. 31 cities, 500000 in cash to be won. The next stop on the tour is this Saturday, July 18th, 2015, Auburn Hills, Michigan. This is a local qualifier that feeds the top 16s in the Madison, Wisconsin Regional that will take place August 8th. To find out more about Sam's Club Barbecue Series, check the results or to register your team to compete, you know where to go. KCBS.us slash Sam's Tour. KCBS.us slash Sam's Tour. And we're going to be talking with the winner of the most recent Sam's Club Tour in about uh, 20 minutes, 25 minutes from now. Frank Denton, who won Grand Championship in my favorite city, by the way. One of, well, holding Cleveland, of course. No disrespect to the Cleveland. But I have been to Indianapolis, I think, two or three different times now. It has never failed to... Wait, it is, it is never disappoint. I was going to say it has never failed to disappoint. We don't want to say that. It has never disappointed me. The food is eclectic. The city is clean. It is easily walkable. It's not a huge city. I mean, in terms of big city stuff, right? It is... Um, about the size, I guess, of well, I don't know. Maybe it's a little, maybe it's a little smaller than than Cleveland. Maybe we're about the same size. I don't know. I just know when I go there, you got to go to St. Elmo's and get a steak. You got to go to Rambar to drink your face off after the fact, and you got to go to Shapiro's Deli to get lunch. I mean, if you're not doing that and you're in Indianapolis, you're probably at the race, and it doesn't really matter. All right, uh, joining me now. The owner of Cleveland Cuts, you can find him at clevelandcuts.org. First timer to the show. Owner of Cleveland Cuts, you can D find him at Cuts. joining me here on the show. D, how are you, buddy? I'm great. D, I'm great. Thanks for having me here on the show. D, how are you, buddy? D, you're listening to the show. I'm great. D, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, D, how are you, buddy? D, you're listening to the show. I'm great. Yeah, I'm make sure you uh, have all the the, the web pages shut behind you. Yeah, okay. Make sure you have all the the web pages shut behind you. Got the echo monster going. Make sure you have all the the watch out. Got the echo monster going. Make sure you have all the watch out. Got the echo monster going. How are we there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I think everything's shut off. All right, hold on. I got my I got my headphones shut off. Wow. All right, hold on. Wow, wow, hold on. Wow, wow. All right, hold on. I got my headphones shut off. I'll be right back. Wow, wow. All right, hold on. Here. 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 Hello? Why is it hello? Oh. What did I do? What did I do? (laughs) Take a serious drink, everybody. That's right. (laughs) Oh, my God. Where is my loop going, Ben? Where 
is my... Oh, no. What is going on? All right. Ugh. Store, sound card, dual three. I'm not going to... Am I going to be able to change it now? Audio. It's all there. Test. Oh, no. Test. Oh, no. Well... I don't I don't know what I've done here. This is tragic. I've caused a loop in the system. Check, check. I bet that's not going to work. Well, there's only one way to try, everybody. Let's try it again. Let's try it. See what happens. Ugh. Yeah, that's not going to fix it. Ugh. You there, D? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Not all right. I don't. I don't know what I've done Ugh. here. You there, D? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't. I'm gonna call you right back. Here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I'm gonna call you. Shut up. Oh, that's not it. Check, check. Check, check. Check, check. Check, check. I don't know why it's looping. Hello. Hello. Check, check. I don't know why it's looping. Hello. Hello. Wow. I don't know why it's looping. Oh, my. All right. Stand by here, folks. Hello? Hello? Is this working? Wow. Everything just... I don't know what the hell. All right. So okay, so now we're we're back. Uh, we're we're back. Here we go. We're back. Uh, a humble apologies to D. Coker from Cleveland Cuts. I uh, I think we're gonna have to move D to uh, a couple weeks from now. Let me see. Let me get on the cal- calendar. Uh, Josh Carey is coming on next week. Stephen Reichlin is coming on next week. Tyler Botts is coming on next week. We could probably do a decoker. 28th is already jam-packed. I mean, can you believe it? This show is so popular. Oh, my God. I can't believe Um. So my apologies to uh, decoker for not getting him. Um, we're going to move Diane me up to nine, I'm sorry, 10, 14. 
That's right, Marco. Another beer. Or ten. So apologies to D. We'll get him back up. I was really looking forward to talking knife stuff. That was so bizarre. Whatever happened with that damn echo. What the hell? I'm never shutting this thing down again. All right. Needs more than beer. That's right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's reload. Let's try this again. We're going to go to Frank Denton out of the break. I'm going to talk to you about Butcher's Barbecue right now. Yeah, that's right. Butcher's Barbecue. You know, you've seen Dave on Chopped or on uh, Barbecue Pitmasters, the Winner Series. He's a TV star. He wins a lot. He's got great products, ones that you're going to want to take advantage of and buy. ButcherBBQ.com is the website. You know the pork, the beef, the prime, the bird booster, the open pit for your pork, all that good stuff. You know the sauces, the the sweet barbecue sauce, the one that I like the most. You know the rubs, the steak rub, the brisket rub, the honey rub. It's all great. The premium rub, especially if you inject with butchers, it is formulated to work with that injection. Here's an idea. You go to ButcherBBQ.com. You get your injections, whatever you like, and then you go buy a CHOPS power injector system. You're off and running. Oh, my God. It's going to be great. Don't worry about breaking the bank when it comes to the shipping stuff. $55 uh, or less go at $8.50. Between $55 and $200, $9.75. Anything over $200 ships for free. That's at ButcherBBQ.com. Now, let me ask you something. Maybe you have thought that pastures were greener on the other side of the fence and you bought somebody else's commercially made injection and then you started suffering your score started suffering your neighbor started making fun of you your wife was like you blow what are you going to do you, you you bought somebody else's injection normally you would be having to throw that away wasting money not anymore. You go to ButcherBBQ.com. You go to the trade-in link. You click that. You fill out the sheet. You send back your commercially made injection. Not stuff you made at home. Don't try and scam anybody here. And then you can uh, do whatever you like. If you want some uh, chicken injection, you want the pork, the be- you tell Dave what to send you. He will weigh what you send him first. He will give you back that same amount in what you are looking for. So there. ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. Stock up right now. Butcher Barbecue. Always trust your butcher. Frank Denton. Hug Hogs Barbecue. Let's see how this goes. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show right here on the Barbecue Central Network. Stick around. We'll be right back. Smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. 
All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Green Mountain Grills. That's right, manufacturers, some of the best pellet cookers on the market today. If you're looking for a big pellet cooker to house a lot of food, they got one for you. How about something medium-sized? Got you covered there. Something to take on those tailgates. I mean, football season is coming up before you know it. Everybody loves a tailgate for that stuff. Well, they got you covered there, too. They can also supply you with premium-grade wood pellets to fire those cookers. You check them out at GreenMountainGrills.com. That's GreenMountainGrills.com. I love my Green Mountain Grills. You could love yours as well if you'd go to Green Mountain Grills and get one. Uh, The Sam's Club has picked back up after a week off over the July 4th holiday, and they stopped over in beautiful Indianapolis, Indiana. And joining me now to recap that particular weekend this past is the pitmaster of Hog Hogs Barbecue. Please welcome first-timer to the show, Frank Denton. Frank, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. How about you? Absolutely fabulous, Frank. Appreciate you uh, making time for the show tonight. Uh, I guess first, before we get into uh, the goings-on in Indianapolis, uh, maybe a little background about you, how you got into uh, barbecue first, and then uh, when you decided to take it to the next level and get into the competition scene. Well, good friend that I work with, uh, ZZQ, uh, invited me to go to a contest with him uh, about seven and a half years ago. And from that point on, I've been hooked. Uh, wife and I took barbecue judging classes and judged for three and a half years before we started cooking. And we're master judges also. And we've been competitive cooking for this is our fourth year. All right, so a lot of different things to, to hit there, and uh, great information right off the top there, Frank. Appreciate it. So what, I guess, uh, before we get into having judged for so long before you decided to get into the cooking aspect of it, what did what drew you in to the competition scene? Like, what did you like most about it when you were just checking it out? Uh, the friendships, you know, the great people involved in it. Um, everybody was, you know, welcomed me into their camp open arms, you know, hey, sit down, have a seat, you know, what do you want to know? And that's, you know, pretty much what opened the door for me. Frank Denton joining me here on the show, pitmaster of Hug Hogs Barbecue. Uh, Frank, you'd mentioned that you were a judge three-plus years before you decided to get into the cooking aspect of it. Uh, I guess rarely do I have a pitmaster on my show who has been a judge first let alone for that extended period of time before they decided to, to get around the other side of the fence and be a cook. So how do you feel being, uh, A, a judge, certified barbecue judge, but B, being a master judge has helped you in honing the flavor profiles and the taste, the texture, the tenderness, all that stuff? How has it made you a better cook? Well, just associating yourselves with the, the judges themselves, um, you know, you're you're sitting there at a table with five other judges. Uh, once the entry's been scored, all the scorecards are turned in. Uh, you know, judges will chit-chat a little bit, and I really think that that's, you know, helped my wife and I, you know, be good cooks or better cooks. Do you think that you um, had a, a leg up on some competition people having been a judge first before doing the cooking? Um, I won't say that it hurt us any. Uh, I, I definitely think it helped us. Uh, presentations, 
you know, you see as a judge, you see a lot of presentations during one contest, you know, let alone, you know, 25 or 30. Um, you, you see what judges, you know, like appearance wise, um, you know, not necessarily like everybody talks about the greens. It's not really as much, you know, the garnish uh, as it is, you know, the meat itself and, and how the cook presents it. Frank, I'm glad you brought that up. Let me ask you something. And don't lie like I know you want to. Would you <laughs> ever, would you ever, as a competitor, I mean, you've been the judge first, now you're on the competitor side, would you ever turn in a box that didn't have greens? And I ask you this because I, I found it odd a, a week ago or two weeks ago. I saw a post. There was uh, Jim Nilgis or John Nilgis, and I, I think it might have, no, I forget who the other guy was. But they were saying how there was going to be a meeting in KCBS and they were going to try and get kale as an allowance in to garnish a box. And to me, I was like, well, who gives a shit about adding kale as a possible alternative to garnishing the box? Why not vote garnish in as mandatory or out altogether because it continually stays in the optional category? But we all know that if you're going to go win a KCBS contest, you're not not going to garnish a box. So why not just make it mandatory? I, I agree. Um, KCBS, you know, cause there's several different ways that some of us have talked, you know, competitions, be it, you know, the green mats that, you know, they put in the bottom of, uh, you know, meat wrappings. Uh, they could put that in there. But, no, I, I don't think I would ever turn in a, a naked box. Uh, the greens do help contrast the meat. Uh, and it does give a bed for the meat to sit on and keep it from sliding around in the box when you're taking it to turn-in tent. When you were judging, if somebody would have turned in a box with no garnish, would you have been like, whoa? Or would you have not even considered the fact that it's not garnished? No, we we have seen uh, boxes that are naked, no garnish. Um, and, you know, they it's all about the meat, you know, and, and I do try to, to focus strictly on the meat, but as a cook, I do know that, you know, it's appealing to the eye, you know, having a green frame. It's kind of like having, having a Rembrandt with a two before frame around it. <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> so, um, you know, you do put a pretty frame around a, a nice picture and it really accentuates the picture itself. But as a judge, you know, I don't pick apart the garnish. Frank Denton from Hug Hogs Barbecue joining me here on the show. All right, Frank, I appreciate your insight there, but let's go ahead and retreat back to okay. this past weekend. Um, right. It, one of my favorite cities in the world is Indianapolis. I am not well-traveled at all, by the way, but I love uh, the city of Indianapolis. I love St. Elmo's. I love... Uh, the the way you can kind of walk the city it's it's close it reminds me of uh, kind of a cleaner and more safe Cleveland Ohio um, so you you take Grand Champion there with a six eighty seven point nine uh, very respectable score you you're winning by almost four points over your uh, grand, uh, your reserve Grand Champion competitor to the Smoke Hunters uh, from a a high level perspective what did you think about the cook anything out of the ordinary that you had to contend with, or was it business as usual for you guys? Uh, it, it was really a pretty smooth and comfortable cook. Um, you know, I, I run to timeline and, 
you know, all my marks were there, you know, when they needed to be, uh, never really felt rushed. Um, just, uh, really a basic general cook for me. When you look at the individual category scores, I mean, really impressive stuff. Uh, you finished first in chicken, you're second in pork ribs, you're second in pork shoulder. Uh, brisket, I guess, would be the one that you would uh, kind of uh, cast the eye on. But, geez, I mean, it was ninth overall, so, I mean, you really can't even uh, give it uh, too much of a, of a bad eye because you're getting called uh, four out of four categories Overall, right. how did you feel about all those turnings? Did they meet expectation? Uh, did some get better scores than you thought? Did some get worse scores than you thought? Um, we felt like we were right on track. Um, you know, it's 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 really hard for a cook to judge his cook. Uh, we felt like it was you know our usual cook. Uh, it was it was all very good, you know, in our opinion. Um, Couple things, you know, came up a little short, taste-wise. Uh, when it hit the cutting board, you know, we made some adjustments, you know, put it in the box, and you know, hope for the best. Frank Denton joining me here on the show, uh, Frank. When it comes to the meats, uh, it seems over the last handful of years, it's becoming more and more specialized. Are you a team that? You know, searching out the specialty pork ribs and the specialty pork shoulders and the specialty briskets and chickens, or are you pretty much still a, a big box store buyer, more or less? Um, the the briskets we do go with the the wagyu briskets, um, but yeah, as far as uh, chicken ribs and pork, uh, I buy those all from uh, local you know markets and uh, big box stores. Frank, do you think that judges have become unknowingly conditioned to expect a Wagyu turn-in at this point? I mean, I don't, I have no idea what the percentage of Wagyu briskets being turned in at any competition are, but from the people that I talk to, more and more folks are going to something like that, which means that that's what the judges are tasting more and more of, and if those are the ones that are winning, uh, there almost has to be some kind of an assimilation there, don't you think? Somewhat, um, I do. I personally, I, I personally like the Wagyu briskets. Uh, they're they're more consistent to cook uh, over the the choice, you know, the choice briskets uh, from from big box stores. Uh, you know, they 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 meet my marks on the timeline a lot closer than you know the others. Um, I'm not sure judges expect the wagyu briskets or you know the high dollar the high dollar meats um i i do they i do know side by side that the wagyus do have a a richer flavor do you have to cook it uh, much more differently than you would a uh, one that you get at a sam's club or a butcher um i don't really cook it any different it just um it hits its marks a lot more regularly and uh putting I, i've cooked choice side by side with the wagyus um put them both on the cutting board for the wife to uh she's the one that samples the meat that goes in the box she's the one that makes the call you know what pieces go in and uh she's she's always picked the wagyu over the choice every time are you an injector of uh the the pork butts and the briskets yes 
do you use the the, the commercial stuff, or do you have something that's kind of team made? No, I use the commercial. Uh, everything I use is, is commercial um, rubs, sauces. Uh, some of them are blended a little bit, uh, but yeah, the the injections are you know pretty much straight straightforward. Are they butcher barbecue injections? They sure are. Oh yeah! <laughs> Shout out, Dave. <laughs> Another happy customer. Um, trust your butcher. Absolutely, always trust your butcher. Uh, Frank, how many guy, how many uh, competitions do you uh, you guys do during the course of a year? Uh, over the four years, we're we're averaging between eight and twelve uh, contests. We're what I consider to be a small team. Yeah, but I, budget. I, I would say probably the majority of teams are probably right in your wheelhouse, 8 to 12. Um, I know right. that there are websites out there that, that track teams that do between, you know, that kind of, uh, of a right. competition uh, delineation. So when you set up your upcoming season, uh, do you look to do the competitions that you normally would do in the past, or do you like to try and branch out a little bit and get out into different regions to see how you fare? How do you set up a season? Uh, there are there are a few contests that uh, we do every year that we really like. Um, of course, we got our home event uh, here in New Palestine, Indiana, coming up this weekend. We're getting ready for the Wine Brew and Barbecue Two contest. Uh, that's a that's a favorite, uh, great contest. Um, there are there are, like I said a few that we enjoy going back to, and and we'll try one or two here and there. You know, new ones along the way. And uh, just see how things go. In an overall sense, Frank, and I'm just asking you to, to speculate on what you see or uh, your experience. Do you find that the flavor profiles are starting to become a little bit more differentiated from team to team, or do you still think that there's kind of a, a vanilla flavor profile that teams are trying to hit and give themselves the best chance to win? Um, I, I think there's. Just a good, you know, a good barbecue profile that uh, a lot of the teams have been taught uh, from from some leading competitors that put on classes, and uh, those those profiles seem to work real well for a lot of people. As a guy that started out as a judge, is that something that you like? Do you like to to taste? you know, 50 or 60 different entries that are relatively the same, or would you like to see? A, uh, a pallet roller coaster, if you will. Uh, sometimes the roller coaster becomes a problem because your <laughs> taste buds just become overloaded, and and uh, you know, a good barbecue, uh, good sauce. Um, you know, it, it's it's hard to get tired of it, um, but you know, there are some great flavor profiles out there, and and it's it's all about the the good cue. Do you cook the same barbecue in your backyard that you turn into those judges? No. <laughs> no? No. I, I, I cook I cook very bland barbecue at home compared to what uh to what we feed the to the judges on Saturday. Uh what we give them really has to pop. And uh what we cook at home is just cool barbecue. Uh you know, we like just the basic salt, pepper, garlic and, and onion. Uh that's hard to beat at home. Absolutely. Uh, Frank Denton joining me here on the show. I, I would assume you guys are going to be going on to the Madison, Wisconsin regional. 
Yes. Yeah, we just uh, sent in our application today for it. All right. So uh, you will really? see Frank going on to the Madison, Wisconsin Regional. That's in August. Uh, we are talking with Frank Denton, the pitmaster of Hug Hogs Barbecue, the grand champion this past weekend over at the uh, 2015 Sam's Club local uh, event, qualifying event in Indianapolis, Indiana. Frank, appreciate the time. Thanks so much for coming on tonight. Thanks for the invite, Frank. Appreciate it. There he is. Frank Denton. By the way, I don't know if you noticed, no Echo Buster, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just don't know what happened. Like, I'm never going to get over that. I mean, that's, I mean, I think you people know how obsessive I am about sound quality. I mean, I just had a really great interview with a first-timer to the guest who's probably going to go out and win a second grand championship because show karma attaches word to the mother, Frank. And the first thing I can't th- the first thing I'm going to be talking about is how I blew the first segment. Oh, sweet Mary Lorraine. I agree, Blake. Rarely do you find somebody on this show that has been a master barbecue judge first before getting into the cooking portion of it. Great takes. I agree. All right, folks, let me talk to you quickly about the barbecue guru. Not familiar with how these little beauties work? I'm not going to get into the minutia, but imagine a product that allows you to set your pit temperatures, and one set keeps it running at that temperature all the way through the cook. Sound too good to be true? It's not. It's real life. You can take advantage of this technology today. Maybe you're a busy working professional. Or perhaps you got the kids, you're on the run with errands. You don't have the time to set around and tend those pit temperatures. I get it. So does the Guru. It maintains those pit temperatures you set it at. Check this out. You can throw on a pork butt, a brisket, a couple slabs of ribs. You're off to do whatever it is you need to get done. That Guru will get your back. Maintain those pit temperatures. Currently, four different models to choose from. So if you would like the ultimate in technology, you want to be able to control up to two different pits and monitor internal temperatures of your meats and all that stuff, Pro, I'm sorry, the uh, CyberQ Wi-Fi is the one you want to check out. Maybe you want like a cruise control. You just want to set that pit temperature and then you don't really care about those internals. You got a thermopen, you'll check them later, but you just want something to maintain that pit temperature because you're going to be doing some other stuff. Yeah. How about the Party Q at 149 bucks with a new face, runs on AA batteries, self-contained package. It can go from a bullet-style smoker to a... A ceramic-style smoker to a Weber kettle-style grill cooker. It's great. Can't beat it. 149 bucks. $10 more for the ceramic styles for the extra flange on the bottom. Onyx Oven, if you're in the market for a new cooker, not even kidding about that. Do yourself a favor. Head on over to thebbqguru.com. Check out their products. If you have any questions about what to order, call them directly, 800-288-GURU. That's 800-288-GURU. Are you? They'll make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. 800-288-GURU or visit the website thebbqguru.com. The Barbecue Guru continues to be a breakthrough in barbecue technology. Let's wrap up this half horrible, half awesome first hour. Stick around. We'll be right back.
Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Welcome back. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. Did uh, Blake Moody send me his shipping information? Blake, send me your shipping information. You got stuff coming. Hot stuff and good stuff. Not that the hot stuff isn't good. I don't even know what I'm saying. Does anybody know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. I found out what the problem was. No! <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I know, what, I know what just happened. Oh, my God. And now I'm even more incensed by uh, my stupidity. In fact... This is your mother calling. What are you being so stupid? I didn't raise you to be stupid. And here you are being stupid. I know what you did. I you should never do that again. Never do it. Now get back to your show. Or that's going to be it for you, Mr. Man. Okay, thank you. I love you. All right, that was my mom, ladies and gentlemen, showing up out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe I did that. All right. Uh, I'm going to regroup. Make sure all of my windows are closed. And we're going to aim for a stellar second hour. You are listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. Uh, we're back in about 45 seconds. Stick around, be right back. This is Scott Greenia from Fairfax, Vermont, also known as Scotty DeQ, and you're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Fine, how's it going? <laughs> 
You have a great show. I'm a big fan. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate 54 wieners. Oh, listen, Laverne, you shake face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> we have top men working right now. Ooh, top yeah, all right. Just like that, we are into the second hour. Ugh. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. You are listening and watching, or you have found the Barbecue Central Show. Congratulations! Non-congratulations if you are just tuning in because you missed the first hour. Shame on you. That's all right. You can get it via podcast from iTunes or visiting my website, the bbqcentralshow.com or outdoorcookingchannel.com, all that stuff. It's fabulous. Uh, we broadcast live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the North Coast. And I am Greg Rempe, your humble host. All right, I'm going to come clean. The reason that we had the Echo Monster is because I was trying to see if uh, Chad Ward had a live show tonight. And then I realized, what question I was asking, is Chad Ward having a live show tonight? The answer is no. The last time Chad had a live show, I think, was Christmas 2012. So as I'm up in my browser, uh, I realize at that very moment that I had, I had, hold on a second. A Barbecue Central Show exclusive news update. Uh, That's right. Famous announcer guy, Greg Rempe at the Cleveland, Ohio breaking news desk. It just so happens that Greg Rempe had an open window. Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. D, that was all of my fault. I didn't catch it. I screwed the entire segment, and I'm sorry for that. All right, folks, the 2015 Sam's Club Barbecue Series rolled into Indianapolis, Indiana this past weekend. This was a local event feeding the Madison-Wisconsin regional final, the top 16s moving on. I mean, we know who won it, right? Hug Hogs Barbecue, Frank Denton, 687.99772. Reserve Grand Champ, the Smoke Hunters, third place, Abel Acres Barbecue. Fourth place, Farmer's Retreat Smoke and Barbecue. Fifth place, Extra Mile Barbecue. Sixth place, rounding it out, Berkey Ray's Barbecue. How about that? The discrepancy between one and six, about 15 points. Blake uh, Blake Moody leaving. What? Dude, I was up until two this morning, and I am still blowing right now. Loving it. Uh, the next Sam, uh, the next Sam's Club event is going to be this weekend. I'm stalling because I thought I updated my sheet, but I didn't. Of course, is going to be oh, that's right, Auburn Hills, Michigan. 
So uh, let's see. Let's take a peek. Who's gonna? Tim's Full Belly Deli is gonna be in there. That's a favorite to win. Let me see who else might be a favorite to get in top six. Uh, I don't really notice a lot of other team names. I mean, Tim's Full Belly Deli for sure. Uh, T Max Smoking. Smoking in the D. Yeah, I love that. Smoking Aces at the Barbecue Superstore. IBQing at the Barbecue Superstores. That's a very good shot at winning Richard Parker. So if you're out there, you know, hang out, check out. Hang out, check out. Is that what we say? Good luck to all those folks competing next weekend. All right. Uh, your latest edition of the weekly barbecue roundup starts now. Hey, folks, welcome to this week's edition of the weekly barbecue roundup covering July 9th and 10th. And the 10th, of course, my birthday. Thank you for everybody that gave me the well wishes. And we are off the South Carolina Festival of Discovery. Teams and judges were full here, Greenwood, South Carolina, winning that one, Bubba Q with a 697.08. Chillin' and grillin' in the Glades in Wise, Virginia, winning that one, Warren County Pork Choppers with a 684.48. Then the Sauce and Cycles in Falls City, Nebraska, winning that one, J-Star Barbecue with a 691.9. The Gold Ribbon Barbecue Fest of Greater Green Bay in Green Bay, Wisconsin, winning it. Freeman Brothers Barbecue with a 691.98. The 14th Annual Bordertown Bash in Fort Smith, Arkansas, winning at Clark Crew Barbecue with a score of 698.83. Then we have the Johnson County Fair Barbecue in Warrensburg, Missouri, winning at Getting Basted with a 700.5. Congratulations. The 8th Annual Wellsville Barbecue Cookoff, Wellsville, Missouri, winning at There's No Place Like Smoke with a 693.12. The Wine Country Big Q in Ronhart Park, California, winning it. Smoking Yankees Barbecue Catering with a 682.74. The ninth annual Ohio Veterans Barbecue Cookoff, Kittering, Ohio, winning it. Who's your favorite barbecue with a 691.98? The Sam's Club National Barbecue Tour in Indianapolis, Indiana, winning it. Hug Hogs. With a 687.97. The New Jersey State Barbecue Championship in North Wildwood, New Jersey, winning at Uncle Pig's Barbecue Pit with a 667.92. Troy Pig Out in Troy, New York, in good old upstate New York. Results not in for that one, unfortunately, in time of this recording. The Drayton Kinsman Smoke and Sound Festival, Drayton, Ontario, winning at Fatty McBarbecue with a 680.53. Holbrook. In Holbrook, Arizona, winning at Porterhouse Barbecue with a 699.94. Smoke on the Waterfall, Redwood Falls, Minnesota, winning at Sons of Butchers with a 678.24. Let's move on to the Florida Barbecue Association. Anything there to report on the website? No, it's like weeks in a row. Come on. Trying to keep people updated, Florida. What are you doing? Let's move on to Texas because my man Doug Shiding keeps it real with the updates. Uh, nothing to report on IBCA at this point. The firefighters helping firefighters cook off in Pasadena, Texas, winning at Jan Canterbury. We be smoking too. Texas Gulf Coast, no contest this weekend. Lone Star Barbecue Society, one reporting. 
from Spring Ho. Wait, what? No info on Spring Ho from Lamp Asses. Lamp Asses? What? Brentwood Barbecue Bash, Georgetown, Texas. 64 teams winning it. I hope I'm saying it right. Reagan Broche of La La Pasadita. La Pasadita? A uh, friend of the show, Kit Polk, takes reserve there. A non-shanked event, Tin Roof Barbecue Cook-Off, supporting the Banded Brigade Outdoors mil- Military Veterans. Winning it, Joe Severinson of Cool Hands Smokers. And that's going to do it for this weekend of the weekly barbecue roundup. Back to me. All right. Back to me. I'll take it from here, Me. I got to tell you something. I ate at a barbecue restaurant out in Mansfield, Ohio. Listen up. If you're going to be out in Mansfield, Ohio, I meant to do this last week, but I just didn't have the time because of the weekly barbecue roundup and some other things. If you're going to be out in Mansfield, Ohio, you need to look for this company, and they're in a parking lot right now in a trailer. And you know some of the best barbecue that's ever made is coming out of a, a concession stand trailer type situation. They are going to be going into brick and mortar. It's in the same plaza as a Chinese restaurant. I drove past it three times till I realized you're not looking for a brick and mortar place. You should be looking for the trailer. It's called Smokin' Bros Barbecue. Smokin' Bros. And after two or three weeks in my new territory for Peterbilt, eating some of the most horrific barbecue ever made, Smoke and Bro stepped up in a seismic and gargantuan way. The brisket was good. The pulled pork was outstanding. The ribs were unfreaking believable. I'm going back just for the ribs. I mean, the ribs were so good. Big, meaty baby back ribs, well smoked, good color, good sauce. And the banana pudding. Folks, if you are a barbecue restaurant worth a salt, Banana pudding has to be available and has to be on point. Smoking Bros Barbecue on point. On fleek. So if you are in the Mansfield, Ohio area and you are going to get lunch there, don't go anywhere else other than Smoking Bros. It is the place to be. Great reviews on Yelp, all that good stuff. So. Uh, shout out to everybody at Smoking Bros. Can't wait to get down there again here in the next week or so. All right, folks, let me talk to you about the Fast Eddies by Cookshack Pellet Grill. It is a smoker and a grill in one, 100% stainless steel, wood-burning pellet-fired cooker that uses direct and indirect heat up to 800 degrees. It is the only pellet grill on the market that uses char-broiler technology. It features electronically controlled temperature to eliminate large heat fluctuations, the dry and shrink meat, the pellet grill can barbecue, grill, bake, roast, sear, smoke. Cook Shack has two models of the pellet grills. The PG-1000 features a fully insulated double wall roll hood for superior heat retention, fuel savings, and maximum cooking performance. And the PG-500 features a two-way swing lid pellet drop and utensil holder. PG-500 and 1000 have many great features, including 784 square inches of cooking space. Easy side loading pellet hopper. Fully automated wood pellet feed system. Stainless steel cooking grate on the direct cooking zone that produces killer looking sear marks. Nickel plated grill on the indirect side and top rack. Drip bucket. Pellet ash drawer. 100% stainless steel construction. Warming drawer. 40 pounds of Cook Shack hickory pellets. 
and a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's versatile. It's the cooker that adds full flavor to your recipes, including fajitas, ribs, chicken, desserts, desserts, steak, sides, and large cuts of meat. It can do anything, plus cold smoking. Grilling with wood pellets penetrates the food with an intense smoky flavor. Locking in that flavor, adding to that flavor. When you cook with wood pellets, the fuel is consistent, the smoke more flavorful. For recipes and how-to videos, check out CookShack's YouTube channel or the cooking guide on their website, pelletcooker.com, singular, pelletcooker.com, or visit the main website, cookshack.com. That's cookshack, C-O-O-K, shack, S-H-A-C-K, cookshack.com, or better yet, pick up the phone, Give them a jangle, 800-423-0698, 800-423-0698, and let them know I sent you. Ask for the Barbecue Central Show deal. Maybe they'll hook you up. You don't know. You don't know unless you try it. You don't know unless you try it. I would do it. I would call them up and ask for the deal. I would do it. Yeah, I said it. All right. We are back with Diane Me right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. I would do it. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. Folks, this portion of the show brought to you by iGrill. Yeah, baby. iGrill is the maker of the most advanced Bluetooth grilling thermometers out there on the market today. Monitor the temperature of whatever you're grilling from up to 150 feet away. What? That's right, I said it. 150 feet. You can use iOS or Android devices. You can use promo code CENTRAL, C-E-N-T-R-A-L, CENTRAL, for 15% off your purchase at I, the letter I, Devices Inc., I-N-C, iDevicesInc.com. You are able to grill with precision. That's right. Use code CENTRAL for 15% off your order at iDevicesInc.com. Thanks to iGrill for uh, repartnering with the show. All right, joining me now, a loyal centralite, and by the way, one hell of a competition barbecue cook. We're going to be talking about Pacific Northwest Barbecue Whatnot and Tom Foolery. Please help me join Pitmaster of Lake House Barbecue, Diane Mead of the show. Diane, how are you? Great. How are you, Greg? I'm absolutely fabulous, Diane. Appreciate you making time for the show tonight. And as I had mentioned in uh, the open air just a couple seconds ago, uh, Lake House having quite the, uh, the quite the couple weeks, right? Yes, that's true. Well, our major major competitors have been out of action for a month, so a lot Whoa. of us uh, wait a second. We never, being, uh, no, no, no. We never talk about anybody that might be better. Forget <laughs> about that. They are causing their own demise, and Lake House is ready to step up and kick those people in the teeth. 
and take yeah. what is rightfully theirs. That's what we're talking about, right? That's true. Yeah. All right. So uh, recap the last couple weeks. I know uh, last week was Puyallup. Puyallup. I was just going to say it. Uh, and uh, and then you also had a grand championship the week before that. So uh, go back two weeks and tell us about uh, the first grand championship. Well, the first one was in Dallas, Oregon, and went round and round with my family from Dallas who thought I was driving to Dallas. <laughs> and then I thought I was going to the Dalles, Oregon, and I finally got it down to Dallas, Oregon. <laughs> wow. And... Uh, it was a very hot contest. It was probably about 112 degrees <laughs> it gets, down there. It gets that hot out there? Yeah. Really? This is down in, uh, let's look, it's just uh, Dallas is probably like 20 minutes from Salem, Oregon. So not quite out on the coast to get that marine influence. So when it was very hot. And even in Seattle, it's been like in the 90s for the last two weeks, and we've all been dying. So... Well, let me ask you something. When you are cooking in in that kind of a situation, I mean, you know, 85 degrees, 90 degrees, certainly hot. Um, But, I mean, we're talking about another 20, 22 degrees on top of that. So do you – sometimes I ask the guys that get out and the gals that get out to, like, Colorado or or at altitude when it gets cold, Uh how does does the temperature affect your cook – so in this instance, it's like almost a reverse. You're not cooking at like 30 below. You're cooking at like hell's front door. And what I noticed, like when I had an offset barbecue pit, uh, I had a, an old close pit, when it got really freaking hot here in Cleveland, if I took the cover off of it, that thing was standing already like at 100 degrees without any fire in it. So when you have a cooker and you have this kind of a heat, are you battling any type of uh, what I would call a ghost heat that you need to, to account for? Uh, not a whole lot, really, actually. Although, yeah, the WSM is probably registered at least like 120 just standing there. So, no, not really. You, you, if There also was no wind. So, for me, the wind is always a major player in a cook. So, since we had uh, still winds and there's just there's not a breath of wind. So, from that aspect, it makes managing the temps a lot easier. I would imagine the, the the huge benefit from that is your fuel consumption is probably like uh, like a a clean diesel car getting eighty five miles to the gallon, right? That's true. I did I did put in a little less charcoal than normal. <laughs> All right, so uh, you win grand championship there. I, I I suppose I didn't ask maybe the most important question, uh, which is this is a Pacific Northwest. So is this under their own uh, like rules and, and guidance there, or is this a, a KCBS or, or some other sanctioned contest? No, actually, uh, the PNWBA is an association and a sanctioning body, and we are a little different than KCBS in that we score on a 10-point system, and we switch the big meats and the small meats, so our big meats are turned in first. So we start with pork then go to brisket, and then chicken and ribs are last. So when we switch and do KCBS, you kind of have to in, inverse your cook schedule a little bit. But So that's how we differ. What kind of a, of a following does the Pacific Northwest Barbecue Association have up there? Well, quite a, quite a few teams. Um, actually, the PNWBA is almost as old, if not older, than the KCBS is, I think. So there's a lot of really long-time barbecuers up here that, um, you know, have been going at it for a long time. Um, 
the PNWBA was really born out of a lot of chili cooks. So there's a lot of chili cooks up in Canada and um, down down in Washington that used to get together and cook chili. And then at some point they decided to throw a brisket on the barbecue, and then it sort of evolved from that, you know. So there's a lot of really old-time barbecuers around here. Diane Mee from Lake House Barbecue joining me here on the show talking about the win a couple weeks ago. Uh, we'll get to the one this past weekend here in a second. Uh, what did you, I mean, was everything working for you uh, category-wise? Did you have to, you know, kind of battle some things? How did that cook go for you? Uh, actually, I had a pretty solid cook except for ribs, which kind of was a disaster. But <laughs> I uh, got into a time, because I cook by myself, so I'm kind of sometimes hit time crunches. So I was trying to do my pork box, but my ribs were getting a little on getting done. So I was, I foiled them just a little bit too early, and they just didn't have enough bark on them. So I, I just made a bad call in that regard. But the rest of my meats came out pretty nice. When you get the call for Grand Championship, uh, is it uh, something that it, it – well, obviously I would imagine never gets old, but is it affirmation of a, of a cook well done? Uh, yeah, it is, especially this year because I, I keep being the – bridesmaid and never the bride i was kidding like um third place seemed to be my place this year up until you know uh, and then i had a couple of not too great cooks and then i took a at a week off and just kind of regrouped and came back and hit the first of this contest so in regards to meat diane and i asked frank denton this in the first hour you see a trend more and more to the specialty stuff, the the higher end wagyu's, uh, the compart or the the duroc porks, uh, both ribs and and shoulders. Chicken, uh, I guess, is still a little bit more big box stuff. You know, you get what you can get. But uh, do you, as a as a team, buy stuff that is more on the uh, edge of uh, cost, or are you still more of a big box shopper at this point? Well, I sort of we come from the land of Costco, so Costco is probably a major supplier to most of the teams out here. So we get we still get our ribs from Costco and um, chicken. I probably up until chicken has been sort of my vexing category this year. It's been up and down and up and down, and so I switched off the high end chicken I was using and went to just a lower end chicken. And you know, pork I still use commodity pork because it's tough for us to get Duroc shipped all the way up to Seattle, so that makes it tough. So most teams up here still use commodity-based pork. Um, the briskets, uh, a lot of teams use Wagyu, so that's that's kind of our meat profile up here. In the judging portion of this, Diane, do you guys get any kind of uh, feedback cards or counsel from the judges on you know what they like and, and what they didn't like or what they're looking for as far as you know what they think is good or not yes yeah, one another thing that's diff- different from KCBS in that the PNWBA gets gives out comment cards and every every judge writes a comment card on every category so you can know why they gave you the scores that they did and so it helps you make corrections a lot quicker so you're not sitting there wondering why they gave you a six or why they gave you a five or, you know, what they didn't like about your taste or whatever. They'll tell you why what they didn't like. They'll also tell you what they liked, too. So hopefully that's more the norm than the other way around. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, as far as the competition this past weekend in Puyallup, uh, you know, pretty much the the same kind of a, a setup and, and knock them down for you, or uh, was there there anything that you had to, to overcome during the course of the cook? Actually, the weather finally broke. So actually, the weather was very very perfect this last weekend. It was probably like seventy five degrees and just a really uh, nice venue. It was at a church, believe it or not. So. <laughs> Um, but we had a really nice host and, um, good set of teams and, you know, they enjoyed film. They were doing a lot of filming, so, um, they wanted to put a video together. So, yeah. Uh, when you talk about a 10 point system, do they start at a, uh, at a number and work down or up from there, or do they go in, you know, at zero and, and start to work? Um, no, they, they, they probably just—I don't know—they have what their criteria is for each numerical value. So, you know that it's excellent and that's you know good, fine, and then average, and then below average. So, it's pretty much like KCBS in that regard. Um, they also don't judge meat on a plate like KCBS does. They'll judge each box individually. So. Like the table captain will show the box and the judges will give it its appearance score and then the judges will take the meat, eat it, score it, and then you're done with that box and then they move on to the next box. So it doesn't set up a comparative um, plate like KCBS does. You're talking about like the the placemats with the squares and mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah. Yes. Do you prefer they don't that? do that. They judge each box individually, one at a time. Is that something I know you get into KCBS from time to time as well? Is that something that you prefer as a Pacific Northwest barbecuer over a KCBS? Uh, do I prefer KCBS over? No, 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 no. Do you prefer that kind of a of a judging system like you have in, in Pacific Northwest? Uh, I do because it it means that the judges are looking only at your meat one at a time, and they're not comparing you to other people's meat on their plate. I think. Um, as far as a 10-point scoring system versus a 9-point scoring system, I'd prob- personally, I'd probably do better scoring on a 9-point system. I always seem to do better score-wise on a, K- on a KCBS contest than I necessarily do at a PNWBA contest because they just always have that extra number 10 that they can give out <laughs> to people who have really exceptional barbecue. So, you know, that's... I probably would get to a nine better, easier than I would get to ten barbecue. If that makes sense. How many competitions are you during the during the course of the season, Diane? Uh, this year, I'll probably do twenty. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a percentage of uh, Pacific Northwest versus any other sanctioning body that you'll do? Oh, um, let's see. I've done three KCBS and. Uh, Eight PNWBA contests so far this year. All right, so you got nine left. You split them down the middle, or will you see more of one than the other? Oh, well, definitely um, the majority will be PNWBA contests from here on out. I think there's one KCBS uh, contest up in Langley, BC, that I'll do. So, is it uh, simply because uh, kind of like those guys in Florida, where uh, there just aren't a lot of KCBS stuff, so you? You're That's cooking, correct. you know, what you have instead of, you know, driving 12 hours to get to the nearest contest. That's correct. There's not that many KCBS contests up here because there's actually very, there's only like one KCBS rep up here. So, 
Diane, it's expensive to bring KCBS reps yeah. in to to head judge contests, so that's why PNWBA still kind of predominates. When you're putting together a team's flavor profile, uh, how did you do that? Like, what did you what did you start with, and how have you evolved over your time as a competitive barbecue cook? Um, boy, <laughs> that's an interesting question. Um, well, I, I probably bought a set of West Coast offense rubs long before the West Coast offense was very well known, and so I've always sort of been on that slant um, and had to help from a lot of good teams and people in the chat room and <laughs> Sylvia and I were talking earlier in the chat room about stuff so it just it's, um, it's one thing kind of great about the Barbecue Central show is that you can listen to teams from across the country and pick up things that people are willing to share that that people locally would otherwise not share with you because you're competing with them all the time. So, Do you find that uh, when you're cooking a KCBS contest and when you're then cooking in a Pacific Northwest contest that the judges are looking for different flavor profiles that they award better scores to? Uh, boy. It seems like this year uh, we've in the PNWBA we've had a lot of new judges, so there's probably been um, more inconsistent judging than there has been in the past, I think. So, but between, actually, there's a lot of PNWBA judges who are also KCBS judges. So you, you kind of see the same people every weekend, regardless of what sanctioning body you're cooking. Where are you guys going to be competing at next night? I will be in Spokane this weekend at the Northern Quest Casino for the Battle of the Pits, which is one of the bigger contests that we have up here this year. It's a $15,000 contest, so so all the good teams are coming out. Percentage of chance that you walk away with your third grand championship in a row. (laughs) Let's hear it. You're on record. Uh, boy, I, I'd hate to put a number on that because there's just so many oh, good teams showing up this you weekend. You know, it's, Diane, you know. There's at least the, 10 teams that could possibly go walk away with it. So. You you know the number. Just say it. <laughs> say um, it. I'd probably say somewhere around 30%. That's right. 100%. She said it here, <laughs> folks. She's on the show Tuesday. I mean, you know what's going to happen when you go over there over the weekend. You're going to step away with a grand championship because show karma applies to all that come on the show Tuesday. So that's, uh, that's right. So w- nobody will be surprised when you uh, are now third time grand champion in as many weeks. Uh, Diami joining me on the show, uh, Lake House Barbecue Pitmaster, uh, winner of two consecutive contests in the Pacific Northwest Barbecue Association and Loyal Centralite, which I appreciate most of all. Uh, Diane, always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for coming on tonight. You're welcome, Greg. You got it. There she is. Diane Me. Not you, Diane Me. That's right. Yeah, I made that joke. So what? I, I said it. Yeah, that's why I love to talk to folks that are in regularly in different sanctioning bodies because, you know, that's what I want to know. Like, where do the intricacies lie? Do the, the folks over at the Pacific Northwest like, you know, because they eat more savory stuff or more sweet stuff normally up there that they prefer one or the other. And then a different sanctioning body that they take part in is completely different. I mean, that would be kind of... 
don't know if amazing is uh, the right word, but that is definitely interesting, to say the least. So thanks to Diane Mee for coming on and sharing uh, all of her exploits on the winning and the flavorizing and all of that good stuff. Congratulations to her success, and uh, good luck to her in Spokane, Washington this coming week. All right, folks, let me talk to you quickly about Suckle Busters. Award-winning barbecue roasts, barbecue sauces, chili kits, Texas gunpowder. Preferred by competition barbecue cooks. That's right, my line. Texas barbecue-based, 100% made in the USA. Products have won hundreds of industry awards, including first places in the American Royal Barbecue Sauce Contest, the World Series of Barbecue. New at Sockle Busters, the Honey Barbecue Glaze and Finishing Sauce. Based on Sockle Busters' award-winning Honey Barbecue Sauce, this is a thin barbecue glaze finishing sauce made especially for competition ribs and chicken. It's super sweet. Not spicy. No, no. It is super red, though. I'm not going to lie. They use a special American paprika for the bright red color. Brush it on the last 5 to 10 minutes of cooking. It leaves a nice, glossy red sheen on the meat and an extra layer of sweet flavor. Take those competition ribs and chicken to a whole nother level. Whole nother level. I said it, a whole nother level. Available at local barbecue stores or online at SuckleBusters.com. That's SuckleBusters.com. If you don't want to go try and buy one right now to ensure your grimy mitts can taste the honey barbecue glaze and finishing sauce, send me an email right now in the subject line. Put SuckleBusters. Another level. SuckleBusters, another level. And you can win a free bottle of the award-winning Honey Barbecue Glaze and Finishing Sauce. It's just that easy. Email, subject line, Sucklebusters, another level. And then Dan will ship it out to you. All right, uh, we're back with an open segment. So if you want to get on the show, talk about something, give a recap of something you did over the weekend, a product development, a product review, whatever, this is your time, 216 216- Two two zero zero nine six six. Greg at the BBQ Central Show dot com. Uh, we'll be back right after these words. Stick around. Advice on cooking brisket and ribs. And the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Who would have thought this music thing was going to go this far? I never asked for this. 
I never ask for this fast living, the women, the whiskey, craziness. There's whiskey in my soul. Hey, Bernie, let's go. All right, we are back. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQ, centralshow.com. Your two ways to get in touch with me, should you see fit. Thanks again to Diane Me for joining me this past segment, Lake House Barbecue. This portion of the Barbecue Central Show being brought to you by CookinPellets.com. Yeah, baby. CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet-driven cookers. Visit CookinPellets.com for more information or to purchase. You can also visit Amazon.com to purchase as well. Thanks to Chris Becker and the folks over at CookinPellets.com. If you have pellet-fired cookers, that's a place you want to go. Don't fart around with some of the other pellet makers. Forget about it. All right, uh, sitting in with me for uh, this next segment, because evidently she has nothing better to do, is uh, my middle daughter, Madison May. Maddie! Hi. Uh Uh-oh. You got to turn that mic on there, bro. You sure? Yeah, hold on. I got you on the wrong channel here. Stand by. How about now? Hello? There she is. Listen to you. It's me. All right, so I'm trying to think of the last time that you were even on the show. You remember the last time you were on the show? Um, nope, I don't. It's probably like at least two years. No. Four years? Yeah. Really? Oh. I think so. The worst dad ever. No. Oh, well. All right, so uh, you are a... uh, do you do you have visions of being a pit mistress as you grow up? Sure. You want to be a barbecue cooker? Yeah. Yeah. What do you like about it? It tastes good. Yeah, but do you want to learn how to make it, or do you just want to eat the good stuff? I know how to make it. You do? Yeah. All right. Take me through the process of uh, preparing ribs for the cooker and begin. Okay. All right. Well, you buy the ribs yes from the store right and then you cut off all the fat the what the fat fat right i think that's what you do yeah i mean i don't really trim the ribs up too much with the fat and then you do like something with water with the ribs yeah no yes i do not yes you do are you sure okay whatever you don't do water right and then you put the rub on it. Wait, you're missing one key point on the back, on the bone side. What do I do on the bone side? You take off the membrane. That's right. That is key. All right, now hold on a second. I'm getting whacked here in the uh, chat room. Maddie, you watch me do my ribs all the time. True or false? Do I ever parboil my ribs? No. Of course not. These people are getting crazy. Why would you do that? Well, I know why, because you said I do something with water, and now the people think I parboil my ribs. No, you, like, wash, like... I wash them off out of the cryovac. Yeah, 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 that's what I meant. All right. Oh, my goodness. Because then you use a bunch of, like, paper towels to dry it off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, so you've taken the membrane off. Now go ahead. And then you, like, put all your special rubs on it. 
right? The North Coast offense? Yes. That's right. And then you cook them. Right. Um, yeah. What cooker do I use a lot? You use the... Uh, hold on. Let me think. The Green Mountain Grill? Yeah, love the Green Mountain Grill. Love it. You love it, too. Mm-hmm. Because I make good-ass food. You know it. Mm-hmm. I know it. Yeah, so... It sounds like you have a pretty good handle on getting some ribs down. Yep. All right. Now, here's what I'm going to be talking about here for the remainder of this segment. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you are you like to watch the, the food shows, right? Yeah. All right. So I didn't know if you knew this or not, but uh, on June 16th, has it already been? Wait. No, wait. Wait. Hold on a second. When is this premiere? June 16th. Oh, yeah, I know. That was like a month ago. Never mind. That was when this press release was released. However, premiering July 14th. When is July 14th, Maddie? Today. Right. Chopped Grill Masters is on the air. Are you excited? Yep. Or Chopped Grill Masters. I'm super excited. Yeah, so all you have to do is go to your Food Network... If you want to check it out on the web, you can go to foodnetwork.com slash chopped. You can meet the competitors and find exclusive content, including fan polls, winner interviews, behind-the-scene mm-hmm. photogs, highlights, photo galaries of top moments, all that fun stuff. And you can also uh, hashtag chopped if you want to. You have the tweeter, Matty? No. You don't? I'm not allowed to have it on Twitter. You're damn right you're not. We don't need you tweetering out there in the universe. I'm too young. That's right. So tonight at 10 o'clock, 42 minutes into the premiere episode, I can see you're a big fan, Maddie. I'm sorry. I've been pecking. In this episode, Grill Masters battle big personalities and old rivals create a firestorm in the alfresco kitchen. Maddie, what does alfresco mean? Um, alfresco. Is it French? No. No. It sounds like a food. No. No. Alfresco kitchen means a kitchen in the outdoors. Fresco. Alfresco. Alfresco. El El fresco. El fresco. You said El fresco. I think it's Spanish. It says El. El fresco. All right. Uh, Make sure you're close to the microphone there because you're cutting in and out. In the first round, the chefs have two different proteins to prepare. Pork chops and sausage. Ew. Do you like pork chops? I don't know. Do you like sausage? Yeah. What? It's okay. That's enough. Exercising restraint with a sweet basket ingredient in the entire and the entree round is a challenge for some of the chefs. A cheese and a starch are two of the items that all the finalists must make sing on the grills in their desserts. Do you want to hear who is on the show tonight? Yes. I'm going to tell you who's on this show tonight if you're not watching. And by the way, I have a huge viewing audience so guess what food network kiss my ass because people are still watching this show 43 minutes into your show so suck it right suck it double suck Sean. It double that's right suck it double 
All right, on the show tonight, Randy Pauly. Maddie? Yes. Randy Pauly. Ring uh-huh. a bell? No. Me neither. All right, Maddie, next one. Stacy Graves Jet. Ring a bell? Not at all. Not at all. Now, in Stacy's defense, I don't know her. She's never been on the show, but I believe she is Facebook friends with me, so I at least have heard of the name. All right, now we're getting to the big hitters, Maddie. Are you ready? I'm ready. Right, next name. Multiple time Jack Daniels participant. One time Jack Daniels winner. Pitmaster of IQ Barbecue Team. Two time author. Dare I say Chris Hart is on the show this very eve. Maddie, Chris Hart, yes or no? No, but I do know Kevin Hart. What? (laughs) Believe me, Chris Hart and Kevin Hart couldn't look more different. All right, so currently we're with a a 100% batting average that you don't have any idea who is on this show right now. Yep. All right. Last name, one of the biggest names currently in the industry. Actually, Maddie, I'm going to let you guess here. I'm going to give you some clues. She is Canadian. She has her own television show. She has been on this show any number of times. Her name is... Um, I know this, I think. Diva Q. That's right, Maddie! So you are like a little pit mistress know-it-all, aren't you? I am. That's right. Danielle Bennett is on the show tonight as well. So let we have no idea. Let's make sure that we all, all understand. We have no idea who is on the show tonight, right? Right. Okay, hold on a second. Let me see if I can add something here. Webcam. Is that going to add? Oh, it did add. Hold on a second here. Stand by. Standing by. What is that? That fell from the ceiling. Yeah. I think Snickers knocked it over. Did you see it? La, 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 la. I don't like the choir teacher. La, 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 la. Can the people hear me right now? Hi, people. All right, there we go. Okay. So there you are. It's me. And what are you doing? I'm sitting on a couch. Yep. Talking into a microphone. That's right. On my father's radio show. All right. Very good. We agree. That's right, Patrick. Well, don't worry. Uh, and since you've been in the show last time, uh, 
I have added a, uh, a whatchamacallit. Oh, what a, what oh, we brought the couch from there. Don't forget, Maddie, you're on the radio, so you got to make sure your mouth is towards the couch or towards the microphone. I wasn't saying anything. Right, yeah, but I can hear you. All right, now I got to get myself. Now I got to get myself worked in here. Stand by. Standing by. Web camera. Nine twenty. Uh, there's me. All right. Now I got to make me. Chroma key. Boom. All right, there we go. You're a little bit bigger than me, but that's all right. What? Never mind. You can't see what I see here. All right. All right, so uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about who we think. Of, so we, we, here's what we know. We don't know three of the four people. Wait, I, didn't, I don't mean we. You don't know three of the four people, but yes. you guessed the fourth person. Yes. Danielle Bennett. Just to make sure you can confirm that we have not watched the Chopped episode so far, 49 minutes in. We have not watched it. Right. Who do you think is going to come out on top Diva of Chopped? Diva Q. Really? Yeah. Why? Just because you know her? Yep. That's the only reason? You have, to, you have no idea how these other people could... Mm-hmm. All right. If I don't know them then that means that they're not well-known because I know a lot of people, and if I don't know you... You know a lot of barbecue people? I know lots of people in general. Yeah, well, Amon Shumpert doesn't count. He knows me. All right, next week, July 21st, here who is on the show. Ready? Ready. Do you know Mary Brent Galeshin? G- Gale, G- Galleon. No. Me neither. Do you know Maddie Mealis? No. Me neither. Do you know former K? Wait, former, current, maybe current, perhaps former KCBS president and. Uh oh. Hold on a second. And owner of Barbecuers Delight Wood Pellets, Candy Weaver. No. Yeah, you do. I do? I use her wood pellets for my cookers. Well, that doesn't mean I know her. Put your hands off of that. I can hear that. I'm going to touch it. Don't touch it. Do you know one of the founding fathers of Operation Barbecue Relief? Thomas Jefferson. My God. Not of America. Oh, of Operation Barbecue Relief, Stan Hayes. No. Oh, what? I don't know him. All right. All right. Now, for the rest, I'm going to name all the people. You tell me if you've ever heard of them. Ready? Okay. It's rapid fire. Donna Fong. No. Leslie Rourke. No. Oh, sorry, Leslie Scott. No. Harry Sue. No. What? Harry Sue. Tom's. Tom Spaulding. Sure. Liar! Yep. You don't know Tom Spaulding. I know Spaulding from American Horror Story. Maddie. He's creepy. Maddie, pay attention. I'm paying attention. Angie Marr. No. Phil Johnson. No. Ash Falk. No. Mike Davis. 
Sounds familiar. Of course it does. The dude won the American Royal like 78,000 times. Oh. All right, here we go. Uh, Scott Conant. No. Alex. Oh, wait, those are judges. Sorry. Oh. Wait, where are the contestants at? Oh, that's the tournament finale. We don't know who's on the tournament finale. You'll be happy to know, Maddie, that after the chopped adults version, that August 25th starts the teen tournament episode. Do you care about that? Yeah. I don't. Oh, okay. Uh, Matthew Boer is saying that Diva is a new member of the IPC. What do you think about that? Okay. Do you know what the IPC is? Nope. Imperial Polk County, Florida. Hello. Do you know Florida? I know Florida. All right. I also know Florida. I have insider info that I could spill on this show, but I digress. What? Nothing. Spill the beans, man. I'm not. All right. Let me talk to you quickly, folks, about Big Papa Smokers. Big Papa Smokers, the one-stop online shop for anyone interested in barbecue. The number one dealer of Mac Pellet Grills in the world. Big Papa Smokers features a wide selection of American-made grill smokers, such as the Old Hickory Ace BP, Gateway Drum Smokers, even a drum kit that gives you everything you need to make a world-class smoker out of a 55-gallon drum. Big Papa Smokers has also made a name for itself in recent years by crafting an award-winning line of championship rubs. From flavors like Sweet Money to Happy Ending, Their rubs have had a hand in winning almost every major barbecue competition, including the 2012 and 13 American Royal, the 12 and 14 Jack Daniels, the 13 Kings for Challenge, the 14 Houston Livestock and Rodeo, and the 14 King of the Smoker. Don't think the BPS can just be pigeonholed into a competitive barbecue either. BPS rubs have become so well known that they have been picked up by a nationwide restaurant chain. BJ's Restaurant and Brew House with four of the nine BPS rubs featured on their permanent menu. And amid glowing reviews, BPS rubs are proven to be a great addition to anyone's pantry. Big Pop is also banded together with with fellow California-based rub company Simply Marvelous Barbecue to form what has now become known as the West Coast Offense, defying conventional wisdom. These two California-based rub companies have cornered the market on competitive barbecue, begun to redefine the flavor profile that competitive cooks from across the country have begun to aim for. Big Papa website also features an online meat locker with top-quality meats from Snake River Farm, shipped right to your door, the American Kobe beef, the caribou to pork, double R big ranch meats. The Big Papa Smokers locker has something for everybody. Committed to bringing you the best barbecue flavors on the market, and you know that's why they're carrying... The Swamp Boy sauce, a fine swine sauce, Granny's barbecue sauce, hot new sauces to consider the new kids on the block this season. And don't forget the brand ambassador program, the BPS Elite Team, featuring 15 of the best competition cooks across the country, working together to promote camaraderie, competition barbecue, and to benefit children's charities across the U.S. Keep in mind that Big Papa Smokers has been able to do all this with only five years of being in the business, turning the competition scene on its head, providing customers with the very best barbecue products, becoming a staple of a nationwide restaurant chain and benefiting children's charities across the U.S. It is just the beginning for Big Papa Smokers. The website, BigPapaSmokers.com. That's BigPapaSmokers.com. All right, we're back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Good. 
Get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Big B, All right. Welcome back. Uh, Patrick Paquette, you are exactly right, by the way. You do have Butcher's Daughter in Minnesota's Harry Sue. Why is that crazy? Because those two are, like, dating or going out or something. Wow. Wow. Who knew? Maddie, did you know that Donna Fong and Harry Sue are dating? No. What What do you know? Pre-algebra. Yeah, you do it. I saw your grades. Straight A's. Straight A's. I got straight A's too in in the, the sixth grade. I'm in seventh grade. I got no. You were in sixth grade last I'm, year. I'm in seventh grade this year. Yeah, this year you'll be in seventh grade. I got straight A's in the sixth grade. Do you believe me? Sure. No, I didn't. Thank you for believing me. I just lied to my kid on the radio. Huh. Uh, do you enjoy being on the show tonight? Yep. All right. Good. Well, let's roll out, as they say. Rolling out. All the way back in hour number one. I was joined by none other than D. Coker. Because I'm a douche, I blew the segment, but we'll have him back. We're going to talk cutlery. Then I had Frank Denton from Hug Barbecue, winner of the Indianapolis, Indiana local qualifier, Sam's Club National, moving on to Madison, Wisconsin next month. Diane Mee in the second hour. Maddie Rempe. Closing the show, big time. September 11th, 2001. I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.